Previously, on the Adventure Zone Ethersea. Benefactor Orlean, a respected scholar within the Benevolent Parish, went missing while investigating ethereal energy signatures emanating from a giant bivalve discovered in the Fidal Flats. Upon signing either Five Lux or the installation of vapor suits inside of your ship. I like the name of this one, um, but I do not so much uh, care for the fact that it is, you know, from the parish. I have a history with them. I do not trust them to be honest with you. Right on. Uh, especially not the Hand of Guidance. We'll find your guy. There is the sound of something moving uh, on the equivalent of the, the gunnery In, deck. Inside um, the ship? Inside the ship. You manage to grab it around the needles, which is saying something. It uncurls as, as you grab it. Nobody move! Our urchin's gonna blow us out of the hill! So, Devo, you're holding this weird little guy. Kind of kind of cute. A little cute, but mostly weird and kind of spiky, but m- most importantly Just say Sonic, holding... Griffin. It's kind of Sonic, but also he's holding um, what, appear, what appears to be a bomb or perhaps a grenade. It's It came out of the depth charge that much you have sussed out. Uh, and uh, as he has just warned you, nobody move or else he's going to blow this ship. All to hell. Uh, when he says this, actually, he says it in common. So you are uh, all able to uh, oh. understand this creature uh, as he speaks. Uh, and yeah, Devo, you're looking right at him. It's still very dark in this room. You're in a sort of undeveloped part of the ship. And he's trembling. He's, he's kind of freaked out, which is not, you know, the best headspace you want somebody to be in when they are holding uh, a bomb. Urchin, was it? Yes. Yeah, that's me. Um, my name is Devo. Uh, I don't need to know your name. Just let me go, please. Well, see, this is a problem because this is our ship, and you have uh, what appears to be a bomb. Uh, I'll see your name on it. Well, our name is actually on the paperwork that we signed when we bought it. Uh, and so if we let you go, you are just running around our ship uh, with an explosive device. Uh, and this is not, uh, I, I actually will not speak for Ambria and Zooks, but this is not okay with me. Is that okay? Hold on, I'll check with them. Is that okay with you guys? Uh, what? Is what okay? If he is just running around our ship with an explosive what? device. Nah, bomb. That's, thumbs, no. that's thumbs down for me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shoot. Running okay. around the ship is okay. Yes. The, the explosive device part, I would have to say. Uh-uh. You know, I'm going to roll an insight check to see if, uh, if if he really if he is really capable of this. Capable of 
Like if he really Killing wants you to all with a bomb, sure, yeah. Bluffing, yeah, know? that's a good thing to see if someone's lying about. Yeah. That's the first thing you do. <gasps> Motherfucker, seriously? Yeah, that's a... <laughs> okay, that's so a, here's the thing. We just had to re-record this bit for reasons, and I did this exact same thing, and I rolled an eight, and I just rolled again, because I was trying to be all smooth and tricky. And you know what I got, folks? It's a fucking eight. Yeah, you were it was fated to get an eight. Unbelievable. That's a, that's a fate. Uh, that's you, an F and then yeah, the number eight. eight. It's a fate of the furious. Fate of the, uh, I, and I'm the furious. That's me. Right. Uh, you can't, you, all you can tell is that he is, he is pretty scared. That's what you said uh, last time. Exactly. It's exactly like that. Uh, the audience didn't hear that bit though. He is, he is, he is scared. And that's not the best headspace for somebody to be in when they're holding a bomb. Uh, so that's all you get. Urchin, I will make you a deal. Uh, I will put you down if you will hand this bomb to Ambio here. Why don't you set me down? No. No, no, listen, 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 please. Hey, you don't interrupt. That's rude. <laughs> Why don't you set me down? I'll take like 10 steps back away from you. I'll set the bomb down. Is that what this is, by the way? Oh, yes. Bang. Okay, yeah, I mean, I don't want to get blown up today. And it seems like y'all don't either, but I need a certain assurances. Okay. Um. Well. Uh, how about this? Yep. Uh, I just caught you and kept you from getting hurt from falling on the ground. Yes? Yeah. Okay. So you give us the bomb, and then we can talk about why you are on our ship. Uh, no one here wants to hurt you. We just met you. Okay. Roll a persuasion check. Okay. So, uh, a 19 plus 7, a 26. Oh, yeah, this is our bomb. This is rude of me. I'm so sorry. He hands you the bomb. Okay. You don't, I don't know that you know what to do with this. I'm, this active explosive. I'm handing uh, it to Amber, which is going to be my, like, knee-jerk, like, I don't know, reaction as Devo, like, you take care of this. You're an adult. Um, okay. Amber, you're holding a bomb. Uh, now, Urchin, um, why are you on our ship? Gotta be somewhere. Okay. Um, this is not as insightful as you might think. Um <laughs> I guess, yes, technically, uh, one does need to be somewhere, but why is that somewhere for you here? Did you get on uh, when we were docked back at uh, the Founders Wake? I don't, you gotta understand, man, I'm like, a, I'm like a wild little guy. So I don't know necessarily what it is when you say Founders Wake. This is a weird way to describe oneself. Yeah, it sounds like something someone says when they are trying to convince someone else that they are like a cool party guy. Or no, me? I'm like a nasty freak, and I'm <laughs> I live here. <laughs> um, I live here. This is my house. You live. This is my house that moves around the water. Um, does someone else want to tag in here because I am? Wait, where, where, where did you find the bomb? How did you come? I was looking around some of your doodads, doohickeys, your whatchamacallits. Mm-hmm. I pulled that out. And, um, you know, I like to tinker. I like to tinker little doodads and whatchamacallits. Mm-hmm. And this ship's got plenty of them, baby. And and you have always been on this ship? Oh, uh, what is a ship? <laughs> <laughs> All, All right, right well, 
Have you ever been wet before? No. What's that? Damn. All right. Well, here's it is going to drip you out. But like you've always been on a ship. If you haven't been wet, you've always been on a ship. Wow. I like that. No matter where you are, you are. That is you. It's like the, f- the fish. He's like, what the hell is water? You know, that old thing. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's the same thing for Fat- and Fantasy people. David Foster Wallace. Yep. Uh, I gotta. Are we done? Because I gotta go to no. ba- to the bathroom. Are you going? Wait. Do you live here? I mean, let me hold on. He looks out a window. I'll see. I'll see like an apartment that has that says Urchin's You're- place <laughs> on it. I can't tell if you are um an innocent wild freak boy or kind of a smart ass. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> no need to cuss though. So okay. I gotta go to the no, bathroom. No, uh, t- I can't believe you're keeping me here. Why is it? Am I? Un- am I? Is this? Am I under arrest? You know about arrest, but you do not know about wet. Okay. All right, Urchin. If we if we just let you roam around the ship, are you going to take apart more of our weapons and potentially uh, blow us up? I'm also gonna eat some of your food. Now, I'm hungry. But what? I'm a grown the- boy. Are you? Hmm. What are you going to do uh, in exchange for the foods that you eat and sleeping, living in our ship? Um, mm. Perhaps uh, not one. Don't uh, take apart anything. Okay. Mm, this was not convincing. I'm going to roll an inside check to see if I was convinced <laughs> by that. Sure. That's the 18 plus 6. Was I convinced by that, Griffin? Fuck no. Okay. Um, Ur- Urch- Urchin says... I I won't take apart anything that that is important, but I gotta keep I gotta I, idle idle hands, you know. So you know how to put things back together. I'm about to seriously make a mess right here on the floor of the ship, and you guys are gonna think. Then I'm where else sort of... do you do it? If not on the floor of the ship, do you have a toilet? No, but I go in like that. Go in the walls. I hide it. What? It's okay. Um. So yeah. <laughs> I get this is um I guess you need to let him go. See? That doesn't seem right, but it's yeah. really mean right now. We got other stuff to do. And, and it's and it's not like he can go anywhere. He's just a, yeah, he just kinda hangs out. That's fine. That's right. Okay. Unless we have a brig. We have no reason to think that he's dangerous except for when <gasps> the bomb. Yes. Yeah, that was that accident. You and you all scared me first. Okay, this area, this is all of our weapons and artillery. Yeah. Do not, no touch. The bridge, don't touch. Well, uh, then what? Tell me where to touch. What's <laughs> a good place to touch for urchin? <laughs> um, See, you don't know. I stumped you. We I'm will find you some yep. things that you can take apart and put back together. Okay. Um, we do not want you to get hurt. We do not want the ship to sink. Now you can go shit in the walls, I suppose. Um, <laughs> go shit in the walls, pal. Don't shit, no shit in the walls. Well, what does an urchin shit in the walls? Classic. Yes. Classic quandary. Yes. About to do it on the floor if you don't let me go. Okay. I'm bored. I'm bored. I've been bored. We are going to hide our rations, and if you want to eat something, you have oh, to good ask. good luck. Yeah, right. You oh, have to ask us rations. for it. Okay. You got it, baby. Yeah. Okay. Whatever you say, Dad. Steve-o. Oh, did I call you Dad? That's embarrassing. Oh, boy. 
<laughs> this has been a productive uh, 20 minutes. Um... Doesn't feel like it. See you later. He uh, rolls up in a little ball and uh, uses his spikes to climb up the side of the ship and then disappears into a vent in the ceiling. Uh, and as he does, uh, as he passes through that vent, some crumbs of rations like fall down from the vent. Uh, and and you realize he has already helped himself to a good a good portion. What of, did we get uh, on our stuff. roll, Griffin? That led to this. You got a twenty six, I believe, on a uh, on a random roll. Which yes, was... but was did it say in the chart like a, a random little freak boy eats <laughs> your fitness and, and shits in your walls appears? Uh, a a stowaway appears uh, who siphons away resources. Here's the thing about Urchin. He is going to continue to eat your rations and uh, go through your stuff. He's not the best roommate. And uh, as long as he's aboard the ship, you're going to have a minus three to your readiness. Uh, Do we but, have to kill Urchin? I mean, that's up to you. Oh uh, but as long as he's on the ship, the sort of scrap and spare parts that he leaves around will give you a permanent plus one whenever you try to do a repair roll. Uh, as Urchin sort of unintentionally lends you Different okay. gears and gizmos from uh, deconstructed okay. uh, equipment of yours. Oh, boy. That is Urchin's. And I'm going to add Urchin to the crew manifest. We should have taken the ship on some kind of test drive uh, before we bought it. Uh, this feels like something that Mona should have disclosed. Huh? Yeah, it should be in the paperwork for sure. There's a spiky freak boy who lives in the ship and shits in the walls. Oh. You know what we could do? We could put the rations in the bathysphere because there's no way he has access to the bathysphere. Yeah, it is by design completely. He just, he just said he does. Yeah. Into the sphere. Yeah, bud. Can I see if he can that's get not... anywhere? Yeah. Are you yelling at us from the shitter? No, nah, man. I'm into the bathysphere. It's my rec room. <laughs> All right, listen, we got bigger uh, proverbial fish to fry. I think we need to move on from this cat real quick. All right, you all continue on your uh, on your voyage. Uh, what Other than your sort of in close encounter with uh, Urchin here, this is your first sort of, uh, your first trip away from the city in, uh, in the Coriolis. Uh, what, is, what is the trip like for you all? How, is, uh, how, how are you settling in to this new vessel? Well, Amber is loving her room and right. this place. No boys allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and comfortable, plush, well-rested. Probably the nicest digs I feel like she's had in a while. Um, so in terms of, like, Amber's situation, I feel like currently it's all upside. It's all gravy. Well, yeah. joke's on you. Her. Devo uh, would have chosen to sleep on the bridge anyways because he doesn't really sleep that well. Yeah, sure. Um, and so uh, he just so kind of like, just kind of like, no, no, it's more that he's like half elf, so he meditates and so oh, he just yeah. doesn't. Oh, boy, he's so peaceful. He's just like a magical elf guy and he just kind of hangs out up there. Also, I figured it would be good if someone was like on watch or something. Because um, yeah. I, I don't think, I mean, we live in a big magical sea full of evil big turtles. And I don't think just like saying like, just. Just put a brick on the on the gas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that is another service that Urchin provides. Is he will definitely keep lookout for you. Someone's coming. Um, <laughs> and also, uh, Tivo spends a lot of his time reading. Yeah. Fucking nerd. Uh, Zooks, what are you up to? 
I think Zooks has been trying. Uh, there's no moon pool on this ship, but there is a bathysphere bay. Yeah. And I think he's been kind of scoping it out, figuring out a way to like open that hatch to for his dunking. Yeah. Well, there's a shower. We have dunks. a head. Yeah, there um, is a there is a, a a very primitive, I would say, ether ether shower. It's literally just like an exposed pipe uh, in one of the bathrooms that you can pull a Jesus. handle on and just a fucking like super powerful jet, uncomfortable jet of ether water will just blast you in all your crevices. And I and I think while he's when he's not doing that, I think his natural instincts as a hunter. Would be to kind of try to keep an eye on Urchin to kill okay. Urchin. So Zeus wants to, to eat Urchin, right? Very Alf, he... kind of an Alf energy, sort of yeah. an Alf energy. Here on Melmac, we love Urchin. Keep going. That's Let's a. Go. That's a. We're on to something here. Yeah. Hey, now, hey, man. Now, <laughs> now I haven't really enjoyed now. the Adventure Zone before, but now I'm into it. We're yeah. like really it's touching really something powerful. Um, yeah, it's tough to know where Urchin is at any time because, again, this is a noisy ship. Um, but in, in times, well, especially when the engine is off, like it's not hard to know where this where this dude's clicking and clacking around. Right. Uh, um, I just think he's working on, I mean, just like honing his skills. Okay. And yeah. searching for a creature that, you know, shits in the walls yeah. would yeah. be interesting. Exercise. You guys are mm. way too focused on that. Like, he doesn't do it that often. I um, Yeah, I I shit my pants and left the undies at a Wendy's one time. <laughs> That's literally all, all anybody's talked about. about. Sure. T- t- Sting... One time said that he likes to have yep. sex for an extended period of time yeah. and has become a cottage industry. I tell you, yeah. Justin, the number of times that TMZ calls me and says, like, hey, Justin shit his pants in that Wendy's once, right? And I'm like, yeah, he sure did. Yeah, still. They're still, still asking still about it. Well, that's what they fall back to when they can't think of anything else to cover this week. TMZ yeah. just right. talks about you shitting your pants and leaving your dirty undies in a Wendy's. All right. So we've just bumped that back up in the consciousness of our listeners. For yeah. probably the eighth time. I'm thrilled. Uh, I also think there's maybe, is there like an area, like, do they, is there like a common room, you know, I mean, or is that just like the bridge? I mean, yeah, there's not really a common room. There's the only <laughs> sleeping quarters in this whole ship is Amber's place. Uh, there is a, there is food, there is a food storage room. I don't even think a kitchen. Like, I don't think you can cook in it, but it's got, you know, a box uh, filled with ra- you know rifled through uh, uh, food stuffs that you brought with you, like some MREs. Uh, you the, yeah, you got the bridge and you got some cargo. You you got the cargo hold. That's it. It's not the most. It's it's cold and noisy, uh, and it's kind of damp inside. Like there's precipitation, uh, but it's got good bones. This yeah, nice. okay. Uh, one day on the bridge, I Diva has a question for Zooks. Uh, Zeus, I am curious. Uh, I know nothing about Zebrina. You, you are more or less the first one that I met. Do do Zebrina sleep? Does your body get tired? I'm um, not so much. Actually, what happens is the dunking takes care of most of that. The dunking revitalizes me and makes me feel better. Uh, and kind of, you know keeps me on an even keel no pun intended and uh, no there's not really that much sleep needed 
for coral. I see, but do you, but you eat, yes? I suppose I do. I. You just refresh and energize with the magic water. I see. And does this does the magic water wash away uh, your um, what you have digested? Oh well, actually, a lot of what I have digested uh, comes from the ocean. Are you asking me if I poop? I. Mm, would... I know everybody poops. We don't need to put it in these terms. We've already talked a lot about where urchins shits. <laughs> we don't need to make this a whole episode about where everybody on the crew shits. Oh. Well, a, a lot of the time what has to happen is I take in uh, nourishment from the water, and that goes towards uh, building the actual coral that the entities live in. So I guess that's how I'm – maybe I'm growing. That's You are a growing boy. Manifests. I am a growing entity. Oh, hey, we're here. <laughs> I don't know if we are or not, but Amber walks out of the room. Uh, you are actually. The the uh, Coriolis uh, exits through this sort of broad ravine that you all were navigating. And as it, as it passes through uh, the end of this ravine, you enter into this vast field of seaweed. <laughs> Go ahead, Justin. I'm just thinking about, like, is this how Ray Bradbury had to do it whenever he had, like, an alien species where they're, like, a few pages? <laughs> it's like, now, tell, tell me, tell me, Fred, explain how you poop. Where does, where does the dookie come, come from? So, so uh, thanks for having me on your planet. I do have a mission to attend to, first, some important questions. Where is the poopy? Hey, uh, I'm a weird, cool alien on your planet for the first time. And you're probably wondering what anyone would be Yes, no, no, I'm going to tell you. Don't worry. I understand. This is my fifth time visiting a new planet, and I know the drill at this point. The poop comes out of my fingertips when I sneeze. <laughs> you, you know that scene in War of the Worlds when Tom Cruise just has his hands on his hips and he's just staring up and going, huh, huh, huh well, interesting. What if, do you think that, is that a hole, is that hole for, wait, are the lasers <laughs> is the lasers the poop? Is it naturally occurring, the lasers? He gets killed. Yep. By poop. So. Uh, it's been yeah. a fun episode so far. Yeah, so, so far. far it's been a wild one. Uh, you you all, the, the Coriolis has entered the Phytal Flats. Uh, and basically it is a forest of, of seaweed, only not normal seaweed, fucked up magical seaweed. Of course, yes. Uh, there, yes. there are leaves just larger than your ship that are, are waving very slowly but chaotically uh, in the currents, uh, just forming this this endless shaded forest that, that stretches as far as the eye can see. Um, and the Coriolis, as it pushes into this forest, just sort of gently nudges these huge uh, stalks of seaweed uh, aside as you follow uh, the map provided to you by the Hand of Guidance. and. Uh, about a half hour or so after uh, you've entered this forest, after sort of some slow coasting, you arrive at this large uh, grove. It it almost it looks almost like a shallow like crater almost, um, and there is there is no seaweed. Any there's nothing uh, in this crater. It's probably about uh, I mean, it's about the size of a football field, and sitting 
right smack dab in the middle of it is a a big clam. A big old a clam. Big, big old gray clam. It's about uh, it's about half the size of your ship. Uh, so I mean, I guess scale is all relative. It's big for clams, oh, but okay. uh, it's not the size of you know a city. Uh, and yeah, that is literally all that is here, which is wild because the ether sea is just full jam packed with all of these different, you know, life forms or whatever. Here is just a big clam sitting in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and, uh, also notably there is no sign of the benefactor's oh, ship, okay. which you have gotten a, um, you know, a, a, a rough description of from the, the hand of guidance. Um... I don't have like detect magic or anything, uh, but just like the the absence of things, the absence of like I don't know any kind of shit around this clam. Yeah, is there like a magical reason that I would know why that would be? Um, I no, I can't. I cannot think of any way that you would know what, okay, what that's that is. Fair. That's fair. Aside from what you know from the, the Hand of Guidance, which is that there is some sort of powerful ether energy signature that they were they were following up on. Well, uh, Zooks, get on out there and uh, investigate. Hmm? Amber, is that what you want me to do? Yeah, we'll keep, uh, we'll keep an eye out. And, uh, mm-hmm. You know what? Let me, I'll, I'll get you back. Let me Viper suit up. Yes, you too. Okay. Uh, have fun out there. Um, I will hold down the fort here. Is this enough of a, so it's just a clam, right? There's not like a bit, a, another interior, right? What do you it's mean? It's just a big ass clam. It's just a big clam. There's not like a building next to the clam. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so here. sorry. I'm so sorry. Yes, there's a big, big building uh, right next to the clam, like a Holiday uh, Inn. It's a it's a brick, a nice uh, brownstone duplex. Okay, okay, it's, funny, funny boy. If uh, no, I can. just a big clam. Okay, just a big clam. Fine, that's like I say. Jesus. Uh, okay, your vapor suiting up. So you all be careful out there. Um, let me know if you need anything. Uh, all right. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So. 
Right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything, your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth. Don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago! We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. I'm Jesse Thorne. This week on Bullseye, David Byrne on the talking heads, easing back into live performance, and the magic of doo-wop. You don't get it very much, people doing dip 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 whoa, whoa, You don't get a lot of that. <laughs> Listen to Bullseye from MaximumFun.org and NPR. You all head to the airlock. This is our first uh, vapor suit sort of uh, interaction. I think from what you described in the setup episodes, it is a collar first, right? That the rest that of the suit right. kind of like yeah. comes like out angular of. hard light. That yeah. sounds yeah, that sounds cool. I know so, I said the coolest thing. So if that's the coolest <laughs> thing, then that's 
what what specifically does your I imagine, you know, you can change the color and, you know, some of the shape of of this thing. What is what is Amber's uh, uh, vapor suit look like? Hers is like uh, it's like that same green bioluminescent that matches the um, her arms, her her uh, monk arm, her spectral monk arms, right? Um, and the, and it also has like two sort of uh, I guess you call them tentacles, sort of looking things extending from her stomach uh, in case she does need to manifest the arms. While okay, suited. So there, there's like some flaps for that and they're usually just sort of dangling down and looking kind of silly. Okay. Uh, cool. Uh, really. yeah, no, it is. It's awesome. You all make your way to the airlock then. And, uh, as soon as it, the room starts to depressurize, the vapor suit just forms around the collar. And, uh, I can't imagine it's too terribly pleasant when you sort of transition into vapor suit mode because you are sort of, creating this pressurized environment around you all at once. So I imagine it's a pretty brutal ear popping experience. Mm -hmm. And then you are, uh, out in the ocean. Uh, I feel like, tell me if this like tracks with you guys, but I feel like you need to lay down or it doesn't seem like you could be stand. I don't, I don't want you to be standing and walking around in a vapor suit, like on dry land. No, no, it needs so the it needs it the It needs the water. The, right. I feel like maybe you need to like yeah, be yeah. Yeah. Okay, you know yes. what? It it maybe it's like um as you like enter the water, it's like kind of standing on like plastic, right? On that's on top of what like a uh, pool cover, right? Where you're like sinking into the plastic and the plastic is covering you and you're not mm-hmm. actually touching the water. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like outside of the water there's nothing there. Yeah. Cool. Um, um, should I take the bathysphere down? I mean, it's up to you. You also, you do have another vapor suit. Yeah, but I can't swim. Um, I am, I, then let's say before they leave, uh, Amber, should I bring the bathysphere down so I can get closer and, I don't know, scan around? Yeah, another set of hands couldn't be, couldn't hurt. I mean, yeah. And there may be something that wants to fight us and it'd be good to have something with some, some weaponry. Does the bathysphere have weaponry? It has a mini flat. It has a one very weak cannon. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna bring the bathysphere down. I lock the Coriolis, like the hell. Oh, okay. What does that mean? What does that mean? I don't know. I was. I said it as kind of a question, hoping you would just be like, "Yeah, totally." Well, we didn't really talk about like, are there keys? I take the disc <laughs> with me. Ships. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's a. You just take the steering wheel. Yeah, right oh, is that on your back? I bet that looks like Tron. That's sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. fuck you. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Diva, I thought you... there was something we used as a fob. Uh, I like that. This is way cooler, man. Fuck a oh, fob. Oh, I agree. Yeah, it's fuck a fob. Totally, though. Like the this has like Bluetooth. Oh also. yeah, and that's how it connects back. And there's a there's a USB input for my smartphone, and it works most yeah. of the time. Awesome. Yeah, yeah cool, dude. dude. And sometimes my the Bluetooth doesn't work if my wife's phone is too close. So it's nice to have sure. the USB input. Uh, Devo, you are in the bathysphere then, uh, which is uh, tethered by a very long, uh, powerful cable to the uh, to the Coriolis itself. Um, but the controls here are pretty familiar. Uh, it, it doesn't, I think, use the, the disc lock thing that the main ship does. You can just pop in there and 
uh, cruise on down alongside your your two friends as you all uh, approach this clam. Uh, and it takes you a little bit of getting used to uh, to sort of learn how to maneuver this thing well, but uh, it uh, you, you figure it out. The bathysphere, we should mention, has the mini flak launcher, which is a, a not-so-powerful weapon uh, for emergency use. Uh, and then it has manipulators, which are retractable appendages that allow a pilot to interact with objects outside of the vessel. Uh, and there is also a very small cargo chamber that you can place stuff in. And there's like a floodlight that you can use to, to explore. Okay. You all are approaching the uh, the clam. Uh, it is completely motionless as you all uh, make it's your way. It's not doing the thing where it's like me, 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 and like it blowing out bubbles. It is not snoring like uh, like a cartoon prison guard. No. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. I would have expected this. Okay. Um. It. So the the bathysphere has like sensors. Is that something where I can like scan for life? No. No. Okay. Well, then I'm just going to, like, kind of steer around and shine the light and see if I see anything. Um, you don't, but you can, you are providing, I think, adequate light for the other two to okay, great. Uh, see the see, see this big clam. I think uh, Zooks is going to make a nature check. Okay. What are you attempting to... I mean, don't just say that. Like, what are you attempting to do? Um, to see if there's... I mean, so far we know what we all we see is a shell, right? Um, I mean, yes. Do we know if there's a living clam inside the shell? You don't know anything. Hence the nature check. Okay. Um, we know that now something we talked about before, though, with the turtle and with this, I think, is that we we like we don't have any reason to think that we know anything about like this is one of a kind, right? Is this I mean, like you, that, did, you only sort of figure that out after doing a nature check yeah, on, on, on the turtle to see like, oh, no, this is no ordinary turtle. And due to Natural Explorer, which is one of the features of Zooks, um, his proficiency bonus is doubled for proficient skills when you make an intelligence or wisdom check related to it. And nature is an intelligence check, right? Sure, yes. Then you, uh, your nature score is actually a plus four. Okay. So we still haven't figured out what he's checking for. I, I just think he's looking for natural information about this. I think we could say this. You know about sea life. You're checking to see if this is just your everyday run-of-the-mill clam or not. Because if it is, like, you probably know some shit. Okay. So what do I roll? Nature. Oh, the nature, nature. check. Okay. That is... <sighs> seven plus two, that's a nine. Uh, but plus uh, your double your proficiency bonus, that's an 11. Um, but unfortunately, even with an 11, I mean, as far as, as far as you can tell, it is, it's a big clam, but I mean, it's not unheard of for like certain bivalves to, to grow this size. Um, so, I mean, as far as you can tell, this, it, it might just be an ordinary clam. You cannot figure out anything other than that. You know, uh, Devo doesn't know shit about clams. Uh. Yeah. I'm going to attempt to open it with the manipulators. Great. Okay. Yeah, sure. Because, like, I don't see anything. If Orleans anywhere, he's inside that clam. I'm going to open the clam. Okay. All right. Uh, so you're just going to use the manipulators to do that. I think... Golly, 
I think this, I think go ahead and do a sleight of hand check. Oh boy. A, a Devo sleight of hand check. Okay. We'll see how that goes. It's an eight plus two, a 10. A 10, uh, okay. Not, not the strongest thing Devo's got going. Could I somehow persuade the clam to open? No, <laughs> With I gotta... gentle pets and kind words. Uh, I think with a 10, you like, you just cannot even get these manipulators like in there. Like you try, but there, you like, there is no, no way for you to get leverage on this, on this thing. It's, it is just, these, these manipulators are too big. They are just not the right tool for the job. Uh, I turn the bathosphere to Amber and, uh, I make the, I make it shrug with the manipulators. <laughs> uh, Amber, is there anything you want to try? Mm, no, I'm kind of folding my arms and like nodding, like, yeah, this looks good. <laughs> this seems like it's going good. Well, um, I think Zooks wants to. How about if Zooks tries to speak with the animal? Um, sure. Can Let's I, blow through all these spells now. Can I, can I ask a question? Yeah. As far as we know, in terms of the size of this particular bivalve, if we're all throwing around our nickel words. And the size of like a ship that someone like Benefactor Orlean would have. Does it seem big enough that it could have gobbled his ship up whole? Um, no, I don't think you need to roll anything for that. Like it's you have no reason to believe that uh, Orlean would be traveling the kind of distance it took to get here in a ship much smaller than yours. Right on. Okay. And we don't see any ship in the general vicinity. Nowhere. Right? Again, you're in the middle of basically a big crater. So if it was anywhere okay. like parked nearby, we'd see. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So I'm going to try to speak with the clam. Zooks is. Uh, okay. You can't get uh, anything out of him because he's clammed up. I mean... Well, it's the contact telepathy kind of thing. No, he's um, clam no I mean, I'm going to need up. you to... I need you to start at making a spell, uh, a speak with animals role to to use that. I feel like okay. the con conceit that you can just speak to anything you touch is is a little op. OP. Okay. Okay. All right. So speak with animals. Sorry, guys. I reset. Uh, clammed up. Oh, good. Yeah. So what kind of role should I make? Uh, you don't have to roll. You gain the ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts for the duration. The knowledge but your, your brain, your slot is the point. Yeah. Um, you may be able to per persuade a beast to perform a small favor for you at the GM's discretion. Okay, this thing does not have language, but this is the kind of like emotive, like you pick up what this thing is feeling with this, with this spell. Uh, and it is, it's hungry. Mm. like insatiably hungry um and it thinks it is the coolest fucking clam that has ever you know scooted along the bottom of the ether sea i get that it thinks very very highly of itself very mm. a very prideful and insatiably hungry clam let's go back a little bit farther <laughs> okay <laughs> how far back um uh, like Two ambers away. Okay. <laughs> I can communicate with the beast. I mean, you correct? can talk to it, whether or not it can tell you anything more than what it is just sort of, what you have just read is is um, okay. up in the air. 
do you think maybe working could this transmit images? Perhaps sure. Could he? Could he I got. <laughs> here's what Zooks does. He he sends this message. Oh my God! You are the most beautiful clam how I have ever seen. Horny on Earth. It got horny just now. Am I in this? How am I here again? Yep. How am I here again? <laughs> How am I in this position again? So many years removed. It's my go-to move, bud. Yeah, yeah bud. Yeah, bud. I, yeah, I, bud. Oh, sorry, guy. I can't hear anything because my ears melted off. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, we, no. Everybody shut up and let dad seduce the clam. We really would like to see beyond this shell. Is there any way you could open up a little bit so we could look upon your your beauty um hmm. okay now you get a different feeling like the clam as you look into the clam the clam is also looking back into you that's how uh, it happens specifically you zooks uh because i you get the feeling that it hasn't seen a brinar before or not seen you know sensed a brinar before uh and the more that you kind of talk to it this way, the more you feel it kind of reading you. And then you get that that emotion, that hunger again. Uh, and as that happens, you see a stream of huge bubbles start just shooting out of its mouth as it very slowly opens up. Um, Amber and Devo... Sir. Or sorry. Amber yep. and Zooks, I need you both to make um, athletics checks for me. And uh, Devo, I need you to make a speed check in check your bathroom. Check or saving, saving check? Uh, you're swimming. So I think, it's, I think it is athletics. Athletics involves like swimming. 19. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Five. 12 plus four. Uh, 16. 16 okay. for speed. It sounded like Travis needed Griffin's help with that. Ah. <laughs> hey guys, twelve foot plus four. Anybody? Twelve plus four. Anybody? Just uh, me. And, okay. Am, am I close enough to snag Zooks with the? No, we get no. Don't no 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 no. Zooks got a five. Uh, oh, sorry, Zooks. That's a season wrap on Zooks. Yeah. Uh, Devo and Amber, you see Zooks just whoop right into the clams mouth he is just gone in an instant uh and zooks you are just launched with with wild uh un uh, more force than you could have imagined this little clam capable of putting out as you are sucked uh into its maw um devo you are also being sucked in in the bathosphere uh and you you enter into its mouth uh also and Amber, you see the weirdest thing because you are able to to push yourself away from this thing and fight against the current. Uh, you see the bathosphere enter this clam's mouth and sort of go over the edge, almost like a waterfall. Uh, you are, however, Devo, you are suspended in this stream of water falling down. And from the way that you are sort of dangling, you see Zooks just plummet over the edge and fall into the abyss. Um, Amber, you have not been sucked into this clam's mouth, 
but however, you are uh, you're standing on the ocean floor, and you can see the Coriolis very slowly moving toward the clam's mouth as it is both sucking things in and also kind of like spaghetti slurping up this cable that is tethering the bathysphere to the ship. <laughs> so, um, Am- well, let's Amber. What do you what do you do? Just to clarify the question, so inside the clam, is there more water, or is it like a hole? Um, I will answer that in, okay. in a moment. Okay. I have just described to Amber what Amber can see. The ship, the Coriolis is being pulled in. Uh, is, uh, Zooks is also in the Zooks, mouth? Zooks is gone. You do not see Zooks. But the the bathysphere is entirely in, yep. and it's spaghetti sucking the, the cable, drawing the cable. in the Coriolis toward it. Hmm. You know, you don't really. You kind of get used to the great power of having played Taz for you know a bit D and D for many campaigns. Your characters are high level, then you have just kind of a little, little guy pie like Amber Green. Um. Okay, I have not a ton. Is there? Okay, let me ask you this: Is there is there an opening? Of the like, is there any play in the the mouth of the, of the clam? Like, is it just like hard locked? Is there any wiggle room in there, or is it just like like is it open? Yes, thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, the yes. mouth is the mouth is wide open and sucking everything in like a Kirby would do. Uh-huh. Um, but it's it's uh the way that it is inhaling everything would suggest that. Maybe it's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. It is not uh, just pulling everything into its mouth to eat it. It is like a hole has been punched in the ocean floor. Uh, like the drain has been taken out of a bathtub. And this thing is sucking in everything in sight. Hmm. Well, there goes nothing. And I just make myself into a, a, a cigar shape. My fist extended and just go with the flow. Okay. Uh, I don't have a lot of other great plays here, guys. I'm level three and it's a giant clam. Okay. Yeah, sure. You you give yourself up to the uh, to the flow. Uh, Devo, you are like dangling in this stream of water that is being just shot into this pitch black abyss as you passed into the, the, the clam's mouth. Uh, but you are still like sort of in control of the bathysphere. You're just like in this in this stream of water. Uh, you already saw Zooks go flying out, and then just like a few seconds later, you see this bright green light as Amber, uh, just like bracing for impact, uh, elongates her body and just goes plummeting past you uh, a bit more gracefully, but still falling down into the dark. Um, and and my my floodlight is showing me nothing. You, your floodlight is, is, I mean, no, you can't see anything with your floodlight where you are right now, which is to say suspended in a waterfall falling down. I cannot believe I'm about to say this in a very sincere way. I attack the darkness. Um, I'm going to cast, I'm going to cast, no, I'm going to, um, fire the mini flak launcher. (sighs) Okay. Just at nothing. No. I'm into it. No, 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 I like it. Well, I, the thing is, is like, I have no information. Yeah, sure. Um, And that's what I need. 
Yeah. Can you give me any kind of bearing on which way you are firing it? Are you firing it downstream, back up toward? I'm firing it straight down. I want to see what's below. Okay. And yeah, roll a d20 plus uh, plus four for sensor. Okay, d20 plus four. Oh, 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 it's right on the edge of 18, but it's a two plus four. Oh, oh four. fuck. All right, here's what happens, okay? The only thing you can see is the light still sort of shining through the mouth above you that you have fallen in through. Uh, and you can kind of see the cable as it is uh, getting, you know, as you're being pulled further and further and further down this waterfall. So you shoot this flak launcher uh, and watch it go down the water stream. And as it approaches the bottom, you see just like a little bit of pink. Uh, and then it there's a little explosion and you hear a groaning noise. And then that light above you disappears as the clam shuts its mouth. And when that happens, all of a sudden, that water stream that you are stuck in stops, and now you are dangling like a pinata in the bathosphere. The Coriolis did not get sucked into this clam's mouth, but the rest of you are now inside. Uh, Zooks and Amber down below, uh, and Devo, you are just you are just dangling now. How uh, how high up am I? You can't quite tell that. Uh, it would take, I think, a little bit more. Oh, actually, you know what? From from how long it took for your um, for your flak to like reach the bottom, you're a good like eighty feet up. Oh, you're boy. very high up. Yeah. Zooks, make a make a dexterity check for me. Your dexterity saving throw, Zooks. Let's see how graceful your landing is. Hmm. It is a fourteen. 14. Um, okay. Zooks, you take uh, eight points of bludgeoning damage. Mm. Uh, j- just from, and it, it maybe it would be more, uh, but you are of, of the water. Uh, so you, you know sort of gra- how to gracefully fall in. Uh, but you hit the water very, very, very hard. Uh, and you sink into this sort of dark lagoon. Uh, and just a few seconds after you hit the water, uh, Amber hits the water with the graze of a synchronized diver uh, in her in her green ether suit. Uh, so the, the two of you are now floating in this like shallow pool, and all around you, you are just vapor soup. Oh, what did I say? Ether. Oh, sorry. Uh, you see the the green light of of Amber's uh, vapor suit, and now you are in this this lagoon in this what seems to be just like endlessly large cavern. Um, The only things that you can see, there are some faint traces of like almost uh, veins of light blue light all around sort of the walls of this cavern as it moves uh, deeper and deeper away from the mouth. And the other thing that you see is a dangling headlight of the bathysphere that is 80 feet above you uh, hanging from the cable that is sort of dangling from this thing's mouth, which is you know, a hundred feet above you. Well, well, well out of reach. Yeah, Devo. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why don't we figure out what to do with you as you are uh, dangling? Oh, boy. Um, what do I have? Thing is, is I don't have a lot of, I don't even have a rope. How do I not have a rope? I don't have a rope? Everybody in D&D has a rope. Nope. 
You get you get that. They have a knife. You do have no, a knife. You have, have a knife. knife. And the Coriolis. We don't have a knife here. No, everybody has a knife. Um, has a oh, knife that's right. Knife. Everybody has a knife. Um, well, you know, I'm gonna do the only thing that comes to mind then. Um, and uh, he takes off his jacket and starts tearing it into strips. Okay. And like any fabric I can find around and tearing it into strips to make some kind of rope. Interesting. Hey, this is the first time I think we've ever made a roll like this. Do a survival check. Survival, you say? Yeah, I think you trying to tear up your clothes to make a, oh, a rope shit. to- A three plus three is a six. Yeah, you tear up all your nice clothes. <laughs> uh, Not and... all my, just my jacket. Okay, you tear up your nice jacket and you make a rope that is about um, that's about three feet long, and you get the impression that if you had just like tied off one of the sleeves and then hung from the other sleeve, it would have been a longer rope. Mm. Mm. Okay. Um. How? F- oh, oh, sorry. You're not there. Jesus. How far? No, I mean, he, no. no. Well, I will say this: he can see you. You guys could probably yell to each other. I'm. Uh, how long did the manipulator stretch? This is a great question. Also, are you okay? <laughs> No, not really. Little nauseous, but I'm I'm feeling better. Okay. Amber seems to be great. She's going to get up on the podium to get her gold medal for freaking diving. Uh, double thumbs up. Well, quadruple thumbs up. Um how long are the uh manipulators? It says retractable appendages, so this got to be pretty far, right? Yeah, I think it's just like each one of the manipulators is just like five wires that you can extend and, and wrap around things. I, I'd be willing to say you can get like 20, 20 extra feet out of this. You can you can cut the fall pretty significantly if you, you know, dangle down from those and just drop. I'm also worried about getting back up to it, though. A fair, a fair concern. Okay. If only magic was more useful. But all of my magic is about talking, not about floating. If we all stand on each other's shoulders. um, Let's get some urgency going. Come on, do something. Come on. We're going to die. It's terrifying. Wait, why would you die? Well, this is a terrifying situation. Okay, you know what? Let's act like uh, it. You know, uh, I'm going to say Devo is young uh, and not yet as uh, full of grass with mortality as some. Uh, so extends the manipulators and slides down them, and then let's go. All right, make a make an athletics check as you climb down these manipulators. Uh, oh, not my strong suit. Yep, eleven plus one at twelve. Um. Okay, I uh, beefing you, a you, lot you, of rolls here. Yeah, yeah. This has not gone well for you all so far. Uh, Devo, you climb down the manipulators. Uh, you make them about halfway down. Uh, and before you get any lower, you you see in the distance, you can see Amber and uh, Zooks down below, uh, but you see in the distance uh, some red lights, like tiny pinpoint red lights in the water moving in like a little cluster, uh, and they are sort of weaving back and forth, and they are swimming toward Zooks and Amber, and as you see that, your hand slips and you fall. Uh, and you take, um, I'll tell you what, make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, saving throw. Yeah. Dex. 
19 plus 3, 22. Oh, yeah. You uh you you hit the water and take uh four points of of bludgeoning damage. Uh you you land about as gracefully as Amber does, but you are not wearing a vapor suit. Um speaking of you are now in ether water, uh-huh. not fully sub- not fully submerged, but it fe- there is a almost carbonated feeling to it that is not it doesn't hurt or anything, but you feel like uh, if you stay in this for too long, it might not be great for is you. Is there a floor? Am I standing on something? No, you all are floating Then I hit the it. water and I'm flailing. I am i can't swim. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fuck. Amber and Zooks, you watch Devo hit the water and just not come up. Hmm. <laughs> why, why is there hesitation? All right. I, uh, I mean, I guess I... I, I Try to swim towards towards him to try to get control. Yeah, I th- I don't think that's hard to do in your vapor suit. I don't even think you have to roll for it. I think you can swim down and grab him, uh, and he's not making himself the easiest to hang on to. But you can pull him back up to the surface. No, no, no Great. problem. The kind of maneuverability you have in these suits would would make this uh, a, a trifle. I should have mentioned before. Now, I do not know how to swim. Um. Hey. <sighs> We're just inside a giant clam. I've been in this exact scenario more times than I care to recount. You have? We're going to be fine. These things, honestly, they're big pussycats. You just wait, you'll see. Um, And Griffin, because of uh, the racial traits I have adopted, I, I have the dark vision. Okay. So I can see in shades of gray. Actually, before before that, um, Zooks, your natural sort of uh, hunter's instinct clues you into what Devo just saw before he fell. You see these red lights in the distance, uh, like a dozen of them, uh, weaving back and forth in like almost a serpentine pattern, uh, approaching you very, very quickly. Uh, in fact, you, you sort of run the math in your head. It's going to be on you in like 10 seconds. Mm. We have company. We have underwater swerving red company. Oh, yes. I, over over there. I should have mentioned this before I drowned. Um, yes. Yeah. Zooks gets ready for battle, whips up his crossbow, gets his net in his other hand, and goes underwater to see what's approaching. Um, okay, you you see this thing before I think it has a chance to strike. Um, it gets, I mean, you see the whites of its eyes. Uh, you see a, you see a bunch of spines uh, coming out of almost a zebra-like fish form with these translucent fins running all down its back and tail and belly. Um, and a bunch of the spines have these like bright red lights at the end of them that are giving off like steam in the water. They are so so boiling hot. These these red spines as they approach, uh, you see a, a an enormous lionfish uh, about the size of the bathosphere uh, that is is about to charge right into you. But you, uh, Zooks, for getting in sort of this attack position, you have you you can act first. Oh. Oh. Shoots! 
<laughs> okay. Uh, he shoots, he scores! Uh, well, he shoots. We'll see about how he scores. Uh, go ahead and make a, uh, yeah, make an attack roll. Uh, okay. Can I say specifically what he's shooting at? Sure. One of the red eyes. One of the red beams. Yeah, it's not an eye. It's just like the tip of one of its its spines. Yeah, uh, shooting it's... for the spine. Okay, sure. All right, I hit this first. That is a 16 plus 723. Nice. Fuck yeah. That's a nice big hit. Uh, roll damage. Four. Okay. Uh, so this, this thing was about to charge right into you. Uh, and just from like what you know about sea creatures, it was also moving with a sense of like confidence. Like, yo, yummy, yummy. Uh, some some folks, here I go. Uh, but when you blast it in one of its spines, even though it wasn't, you know, like the heaviest hit, you catch it by surprise uh, because you see it up close. It is uninjured. This thing has never uh, received an attack like this before. And so you hear it howl as it sort of veers off course, uh, just barely uh, flowing right by the three of you. Uh, and actually, its momentum carries it into the wall of the inside of this clam. And some of those red spines uh, scratch across the, the surface of, of the clam's inner wall. Uh, and when that happens, you hear the clam groan again. And another huge just jet of water shoots down uh, right, right near the three of you as you see its mouth open up. Uh, and just as the lionfish is about to come back and attack again, uh, it looks up and starts to move away uh, because it sees the bathysphere fall down into the water, and then the three of you see immediately overhead the Coriolis in free fall above you. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported. Hey, podcast fan. We'd like to get a better idea of who you are and what you care about. So we have a quick favor to ask. If you have a few minutes to spare, please go to MaximumFun.org slash ad survey. There, we've got a short anonymous survey that will take about five minutes to fill out. Plus, if you finish it, you'll get a 10% discount on merch at the MaxFun store. MaxFun shows have always relied on support from our members and always will. This survey will help keep the few ads we do run interesting and relevant to you. That's MaximumFun.org slash ad survey. A-D-S-U-R-V-E-Y. All one word. And thanks for your help.